0: The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.
1: It is Tuesday afternoon, coming up to three forty, almost on the nose. Uh, we have a segment. It's, sometimes it's funny when you're going through um, news stories and you and you and and different places that we go to to find stories. And all of a sudden, a whole bunch yeah. kind of in the same vein um, show up. And today is one of those days. And in this segment, we're talking about
0: parenting. Uh, yeah, and you know, one of my favorite topics, And but I'll try not to weigh in too heavily on it. There's just, as Jay just said, some four different sources four different stories and actually we kind of weeded it down from about six
1: yeah can we start with this one sure because i think that most of us at some point sat on mom or dad's lap in the car oh. and maybe drove down yeah. a, drove down a back road just for fun or maybe it was on a tractor More well, sure. you know it's it's a memory well you know what there's 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 that And then there is
0: this. Yeah, a 33-year-old Ontario mother, she's been charged with reckless driving after allowing her toddler to steer her car on a highway. This is uh, according to Durham Regional Police. They say they started an investigation uh, at the end of May after being made aware of several videos on social media. There's your first problem. uh, Showing the toddler steering the car from the woman's lap as she drove at a high rate of speed. And that neither she nor the child had any seat belts on, no restraints. Uh, the mother also filmed the scenario on her cell phone. I was going to
1: say, part of the video was hers. Yep, yep. So on top of having a, a three-year-old on her lap going down a highway at a high rate of speed, she was videotaping it
0: on her phone. And incredibly, I'm sure she was shocked to discover that that's against the law. Uh, she was charged with um, not providing necessities of life. Uh, two counts of careless driving. Two counts of uh, driver failing to wear a seatbelt. Two counts of driving while a child isn't properly secured and driving while using a (laughs) handheld communications device. Mm. You know, what do you say about that?
1: You just don't. You just go, you shake your head and go. That's pants to the
0: meeting again. You you don't have to tell parents not to put your three-year-old in control of a car on a highway, do you? Do you? I mean... Apparently let him come you do. Up in the parenting class
1: now, this is something that burns Andrew's butt on a regular basis. and it's not the punishment that the mom doled out to the daughter who was bullying. It was the fact that mom then put it out on Facebook for everyone to see,
0: yeah, and I never know what to do with these stories, right? because I'm sort of drawn in the one on the one hand, when a parent does something innovative, and shares it, you kind of think, okay, well, you know, maybe I could garner something from that, learn from that, perhaps I could apply something that she's done. On the other hand, you always question their motivation in putting it out on social media. Was that to get the praise of strangers? This woman, um, and I'll tell you what she did, but this woman said that she basically she said that she didn't really understand her privacy setting. She thought she was putting it on Facebook for her friends to see.
1: And thought, okay, you know, just as a parenting technique and yeah. just okay, this is what I've done in my house because my daughter's been a bully. Right. So and she was targeting the mom or the daughter's bullying action.
0: That's right. So what she had done, she and we always say that the parents of bullies have to get involved and have to do something. Yep. So she did something. So she learned of her daughter bullying a friend at school. And what she did was she... It's a nine-year-old daughter, yep, by the way. Turned her bedroom basically into a She removed everything but the bed um, and said that this is where you'll end up down the Mm -hmm. road if you don't uh, change your ways and she said it worked, that the the mm-hmm. daughter started doing the right things, apologizing to the person she had bullied and being better at school and being polite at home. And so slowly she was getting some of her belongings back, like a bookcase and books. And But she documented the whole thing, put it on social media, and it went viral. And uh-huh. most people agreed and applauded her efforts to take control of a situation. Others, like I just said, really questioned so what is it you're putting it up here for?
1: Well, and there were some that called her nasty and telling her that she's a terrible parent. I don't think she's a terrible no, parent. No, she's not a terrible parent. I don't think she's a parent at all. I don't think she's, not, not, no, I don't think she's a ter- terrible parent at all. No. No, I, I think she taught her daughter a lesson and the daughter appears remorseful and as you said is apologetic and has yeah. written a letter to the teacher read a letter to her friend and hopefully she learns from it. The question is the need to put it on social media all the time. Well, but that's our, that's the life that we live. That's it what is. we do. But
0: you know, social media that goes both ways, though. That's a double edged sword because the question you just said, so why did she have to put it on social media? On the other hand, I would ask, well, why did somebody have to comment on it just because it was on social media? Do you remember uh, Dr. Gay? when he was in the other day, and he didn't say this on air, but he said it off air, and he was talking about, uh, was it Ricky Gervais he was talking about? Yep, And I haven't seen the bit, but he was talking about a bit that he had that he thought I had seen uh, about if social media were real life, Mm -hmm. that somebody walking to the supermarket by the bulletin board sees a sign that says, free piano lessons, phone this number, and reacts by saying, well, I don't want free piano lessons, why, and rips the sign up, because there's something about social media that invites everybody to have an opinion, and and then, you know, so you say, well if you don't want that opinion, mm. don't put anything up on social mm. media. But there's something about social media that makes people feel absolutely free, and especially in a case like this. I'll tell you what it is. It's that anonymity that it's but
1: it's just being able to spout it off right. saying without any ramifications about it.
0: So you know, and I've recently gone through this uh, no big deal, but I just find it interesting. So I have how many ever followers I have on Twitter, right? So I tweet something. Mm -hmm. Well, then people like it or retweet it, which is fine. But it eventually gets retweeted and read by somebody who completely disagrees with me in Memphis, Tennessee, Mm -hmm. that just comes on and rips me a new one. Well, why does the guy in Memphis, Tennessee feel the need to tell me what he thinks of my joke that I made Two weeks ago that, in Edmonton, but, but
1: that is Twitter. The, the, it's, it's about having a conversation across the platform. But again, there's a different way of, of doing yeah. it. the Same thing, a couple of weeks ago. But the soccer thing, I said, why is there so much crying in soccer? <laughs> and and
0: yeah, because I, I was imagine. watching
1: crying in soccer at yeah. this thing, and someone proceeded. It was like a, a ten. 10-message tweet that I got. This guy, I'm like, dude, like, seriously.
0: See, I don't like that at all. I know we're getting off parenting a little bit, and we'll get back. I don't like that. If you wake up in the morning and look at your Twitter feed or Instagram or whatever else, and you see one person has sent you... It's called sarcasm. Yeah, like five in a row Ugh. because they couldn't get their whole message in one. Don't Don't hijack my timeline with your comments. Like, just, if it was a joke, don't laugh. If you don't like what I'm saying, don't follow no. me. But I didn't invite you to give me your entire...
1: A buddy, of my, a buddy of mine today on Facebook was talking about the World Cup. And and this buddy and I, we sass each other all the time about football, about NFL football. He's a 49ers fan. I'm a Saints fan. And so when uh, the Saints were really sucking years right. back and the 49ers were doing really well, he would take the you-know-what out of me on a regular basis. Yeah. And this morning... This morning, he had put something on about the World Cup, and I just did, oh, soccer's still on. Yeah. And then Stacey Bratzel from CTV yeah. said, types out, uh, it hasn't started yet, Jalen. I'm like, oh, I know. <laughs> like, that's, you know, <laughs> Yeah. if you listen to the show, that's one of my stupid lines about baseball yeah, or yeah. whatever. But then we started going back and forth. But Dean and I know that we're just sassing each other. Right. And, and at first I thought, oh, my gosh, am I going to get all these soccer players or football fans um all ticked off of me i don't want to deal with that but you also have to know that my pal and i have a history of sassing each other when it right. comes to sports
0: um and so that's another thing Well, you that's just like, like john know. wing and i john wing asked me privately if during uh, an, an l.a king's edmonton oilers game because he reads my tweets about the oilers he got hold of me privately and said, hey, do you want to have fun tonight? Mm. Like, I'll tag you into a tweet about... And there was no premeditation in terms of what we would say to each other, but he's a fabulous comedian. He's hilarious. Yeah, and so we went after each other. Yeah. But we're best of friends. Uh Uh Uh, That's my wife's backup should something happen to me. (laughs) Uh, You know how you always have the... Yeah. uh, yeah. Um, if they're still single at sixty, I swear, John Wing will marry my wife. But some people, and again, it's like somebody retweets it and it goes to somebody else, and then somebody in Boston is like, "You too, you know, or whatever." Or it goes after me for going after John, or goes after John for going after me. It's like, hey, stay
1: out I guess, of it. but I, again, I think that just goes. That's one of the. It's like a. It's a, it's a hazard of social media. It's it's a it's a hazard of, of of Twitter. Maybe not so much. Yep. Yeah. Well, it is Facebook as well. People just go on. They say something. Why is this news? Or
0: no, I don't. lip darts,
1: snowflakes, whatever it is that they want to throw out there or, you know, whatever it is. Um, and then they just they just disappear. And I guess maybe, and I don't know, but then we're censoring ourselves. Maybe we should not be having the fun going back and forth with your pal in well, Toronto or LA, wherever they are, but again, it's your timeline. Just
0: I know, and the problem I have, and then we'll get back to this nine-year-old because he's got a great text on it. The problem I have is that I tweet in my mind. I tweet as a comedian,
1: but yeah. some people,
0: some people read it as a no, radio guy or a need, media you, member. Then you
1: need to take six three. Cut off that.
0: Well, it's just in my description of what I do. Yeah, well, right? then you need to take it off there. Yeah. Well, that's fine. But I mean, people still it won't matter because somebody who knows me, mm-hmm. uh, who follows me as a result yeah. of this radio show, is going to know I have a radio yeah. show, right? So even if I don't have that in my description, um, and then some people, well, you're just doing this for ratings, or you know, it's like so you're just wow. Well, oh uh, yeah, someone God, pulled that
1: on Jasper. I know. The other I wish day, I could sit down like... and
0: explain ratings to you because yeah. <laughs> Uh, But this was the uh, soccer is 90 minutes of pretending you're injured. Rugby is 90 minutes of pretending you're not. That's funny. Uh, But this one with regard to the nine-year-old, and it's absolutely true. Management, rule number one, discipline in private, praise in public. That's true. That would be if I had to make a decision on the mom and the nine-year-old, I would say if it worked, good on you. I don't know that I would have publicly publicly humiliated my daughter on top of it because that's a degree more of punishment. And if it worked, it worked. Like, there was no reason to share it. But, again, you parent how you parent. All
1: righty. So, here's another one for you. And I saw this uh, yesterday, and I watched, I saw the video, and I thought, oh, my gosh. There was... um, Someone who was driving through Memphis on, uh, on Saturday afternoon and he, 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 he witnessed something, what he called so disturbing that he started videotaping it. And if you watch the video, you see the back door of a vehicle opening and then children being taken out of... Dog crates.
0: Yeah, these are those big kennels. uh yeah. you know the plastic ones that have the little mesh door, and uh, that's got know, a the, metal. That's got a metal door. Metal on door. It. Yeah, and a little sliding lock on them. So it's a grandma. She's a 62-year-old grandma. Grandma. Yeah, who I guess you know, mom or dad's working or both, and so she's looking after the kids. Uh, police investigate, and they discover that she had driven, what, uh, seven- and an eight-year-old about 35 minutes yep. uh, from Whitehaven to uh, Collierville in the 95-degree heat. And her excuse was she told police there had been no room in the car earlier, so she had told the children to get in the dog kennels uh, because she didn't know what else to do. And So obviously the option would have been to take the dog, to take kennels, the dog kennels out. out. Right.
1: She said she checked in on them periodically.
0: Hey, are you okay back there? It's, you know, just, that's just crazy. Like, that's, there's something wrong with that woman, right? Yeah. I mean, a lot of people can't afford good daycare, so you take your childcare, so you take what you can get to grandma. It was on a Saturday afternoon. Oh, uh, well, you don't know that she wasn't working on a Saturday, though, right? Like, it's just a so weird... it's the,
1: the trunk of a Ford Explorer. Yeah. Um... Yeah, and the dog, there was two dog kennels. Anyway, she, yeah, as Andrew mentioned, she's been charged with two counts of uh, child endangerment.
0: Yikes. And what do you say to your mom when she tells you that she got a ticket or a charge for putting your kids in dog car? You say you're never going to be near my
1: children again. I guess. What were you thinking? I mean... And it makes you wonder what else this might have happened. Oh, well,
0: yeah. Like, you did remem- remember to feed them and everything, right? Like... It just some stories. You just like I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? There was the one other one.
1: There was. So there's uh, just one other one. We talk about uh, video games oh, and people yeah. becoming addicted to video games. Well, there's a, a parents who in uh, England that um, her parents, a nine-year-old, bought her an Xbox One January. And she got hooked on this uh, Fortnite game.
0: It's very addictive, apparently.
1: By mid-March, she was showing signs of addiction. Uh, teachers called asking if everything was okay. She was falling asleep in their lessons. And the parents said, you know, we allowed her. One hour of video gaming during the week and two hours on the weekend. And, but I guess she was hiding it and she was playing up to 10 hours a day and it got so bad that she wouldn't even get up to go to the bathroom. Yeah, her dad, dad said, found her yep. on the couch with a urine soaked cushion underneath of her.
0: Sores on her buttocks from not getting up and going to the bathroom. So he put her in rehab. Then,
1: yep receiving psychotherapy to help break her Fortnite addiction.
0: I mean, this had obviously gotten so out of hand. It was ridiculous. At but one very, point, very quickly. Yeah, at one point, the dad tried to take the Xbox away yeah. from her and she struck him in the she face. She became abusive. So, again, I don't want to tell you how to parent. I don't know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine having to do that. I mean, that's isn't that a... That's not I'm taking that Xbox away from you. That's uh that Xbox is going in the garbage. Yeah. I mean, you obviously can't handle the Xbox. Yeah. Or you back it up and say, What game is it you wanna buy? The dad said as well that he was getting sixty and seventy dollar charges on his credit well, card. Because she kept adding So that would be a red flag as well, would it not? That I mean, did she have permission to do that? I I listen, again, it sounds like I'm criticizing the parents. I, I'm maybe I am, I'm sorry. It's just online is a real dangerous place and that is a game as soon as I saw that headline I'm like oh that's the game we talked about like last year yes. so if that game were brought up in my household not a chance is that coming in the house it's like crack it's the online equivalent of crack so I guess you know just being aware being involved having a sledgehammer I the would literally win. to
1: throw away uh, an expensive piece of technology oh, I, but without a
0: doubt I would do it in a heartbeat yeah. honestly Hmm. Peter herself. Can you imagine? I've come close. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I've come close. <laughs> what you, what, 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 no, no, I'm just old. I wasn't even online. <laughs> the, night,
1: the nights are long, aren't they?
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank, God, thank goodness we have breaks every half hour on this show. The 630Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630Chad.